This podcast recorded before a live internet audience. To learn how to listen and watch live, visit tunein.alphageekradio.com. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. Returning for a second season, the small screen spoiler show reunites television addict CJ that's not a middle name this is a middle name boat and jared i should probably catch up on arrow as a veto as they hunt down a selection of newly broadcast episodes and dissect them on the altar of critical discussion welcome to s4 this is the small screen spoiler show where we discuss and spoil your favorite television shows so if you have not watched what we're discussing you might want to come back later this is your final spoiler warning i got to warn you you're doomed to stay. Go. Go. Hello, everybody. This Hi. is Smaller Screen Spoiler Show, Season 2, Episode number 1, or 19, if we don't want to do the, the uh, season thing. And I'm Oh, right. Well, 19 in the overall, uh, you know. Exactly. Canon, so, I will. miss this. I miss doing this. I am CJ Fruitcake Leprechaun Boat, and that guy over there with the, the uh, mushy chrome is uh, Jared found <laughs> me a girl who doesn't dislike me as a veto. Hi. And we changed the theme. You didn't tell we me you were did. changing the no, theme. No, I did not. I did not on purpose tell you that we changed uh, the theme. It's because yeah. Howard Stack stole our theme, isn't it? it it's completely because Howard Stack stole our theme. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, JD. No, it was probably Budlong. He picked it. Yeah, so curse you, Budlong. Um, so, but I, I don't know why it put that weird but cool echoey effect on my voice at the beginning of it. <laughs> I didn't. I thought that do was that. on purpose. No, <laughs> you're just saying that was totally on purpose. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, totally. Yeah, that's a uh, straight up Hollywood right there. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I did not purposely do that. But uh, I'll probably use Daryl's because that actually sounds pretty fun. <laughs> and I finished season one and season two of Arrow, Daryl. But you're not caught up yet. No, I'm not. But season three is <laughs> on Netflix, uh, October seventh. So. Yes, as long as well as uh, Flash season one. So you'll have those. Ooh, that's confirmed. Yes, I have the email from Netflix oh, PR of Irving. Sweet. See, I'm excited about Flash. Yeah, but more yeah. about that in the uh, second part of the show. Indeed. So let's go ahead and get started on the first half of the show, then, where we talk about the shows that we're discussing this week. Not as many normal shows this week because, well, everything starts this week. This week? Yeah. This week. Shields tomorrow. Yeah, Shields tomorrow. Um, and that'll fill up our three until. Um, and then uh, November 20th is when the hammer drops. Yeah, that, that's the one where we'll have to leverage what we're doing. Like, boom, Jessica Jones, all of them on Netflix. Boom, Man in the High Castle, all of them on oh, Amazon Prime. God, what are you going to work? God about Man in the High Castle, too. Yeah, and they're all oh. coming on November the 20th. 
Oh, my, my sister's God. birthday. God, um, I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> so I in know. the meantime, we're gonna discuss pace these... ourselves. We'll yeah, pace right. Ourselves. The season premiere <laughs> of Gotham, season two, episode one. Damned if you do. Uh, Heroes Reborn making its uh, introductory. Uh, stand into the show season one episode one and episode two brave new world and odessa and we're going to talk about the entirety of mr robot season one as well as we got a we we're gonna do a special but it just didn't happen so it, it's it, happening now yes congratulations it's a special gift for you indeed hope you enjoy it so let's start off with right over my face my camera positioning oh well. <laughs> Do, 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 do. There we go. Good enough. Gotham. Season Gotham. One, one, the only one. show I took notes on. <laughs> All right. Uh, season two, episode one. Damned if you do. Um, or subtitle, the one where Bruce Wayne finally got acting lessons. <laughs> well, uh, more than just Bruce Wayne got acting lessons. But Everybody did. Even Barbara, <laughs> man. Yeah, Barbara Keene got some acting lessons. James Gordon got some acting lessons. Dunno Loge, painfully underused, but I loved him. Yeah, he's all, he was great already, though. Mm -hmm. He was fine before. As yeah. was Alfred. Yes. He was also underused in this episode, but that's okay. It's but okay. he was great. He was just like, he punctuated that. Yes. <laughs> so you're you're, you're going to need more fertilizer, and, and, and you don't have enough. It's it's a pretty thick door. You're going to need at least double that amount. <laughs> I, I read a book. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I read a book. You've read a book. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right, let's uh, not let you kill yourself here. I'll yeah, help you. All right. Because um, I'm Alfred and I know how to blow, make bombs. Yeah, of course. Um, I didn't take many notes on this mainly because I watched it the day after it premiered and my notes are somewhere in the house. I blame my children. Um, I cracked out the old mole skin. Yeah. It's been a while. Actually, I guess it's been since uh, the Ryan review. But. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to start on my first note. The show has finally adopted the fact that it is a cartoon and thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they came out with Zardon, the whatever, dragon blood drinking man. Yes. And it was like goofy and over the top. And I was like, oh, they're, they're being silly. That's, they're not all gloom and doom. And they're having some a little fun. This is great. Uh, remember, my, my favorite episode of season one was Balloon Man, where it was just like, here's yes. a cartoon. And this entire <laughs> episode was, here's a cartoon. And thank you. I mean, I get it. Get it? It's Batman. It's supposed to be dark and gloomy. But give us a little bit. A little bit. Mm -hmm. Crazy fat guy who's drinking dragon's blood, quote unquote, and running <laughs> around the street punching cops. <laughs> yes. I am Zordon. He's so great. At first I thought he said Zordon, and I'm like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I think I even wrote that in my notes and then scratched it out and put an A over the top. I did too. Uh, uh, yeah, it's exactly what it is. I wrote down Zordon, and then later in my notes, I wrote down, and I just really want him to find five teenagers with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It was good. It was good times. Yes. I was so happy to see that. I was like, all right, fix the tone. Check. Acting. The acting. Check. Check. And, and again, fix the writing. Check. check. I was like, yes. Episode and, one, come on. This is what I've been waiting for. Let's do this right. This is, um, I mean, it kind of fell into um, like what Buffy did. I, When I did my Buffy runs, I was a strong proponent. Of my, my distaste for season one was pretty well known. But the rest of it was freaking amazing and one of the best shows ever created. This has Indeed. a chance. 
we can write off season one. It's the best <laughs> five. You you called it as the best five out of ten we've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, it's the best average middle of the road show ever. <laughs> so um, I, I'm okay with just writing it off as average. It gets a lot of hate on the internet, though. Man, people do not like the season, first season of Gotham. It got but... a lot of hate from me. <laughs> yeah, it got a lot of hate from you. I thought it had some high points. It had you. some high points. Yeah, admittedly. It was overall, I mean, it was overall very meh. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It just had a lot of problems. And if this first episode is any key to what the rest of the season is going to be like, I think they've fixed a lot of their problems. You know, one other show that we discuss on this very program that had a very rough season one, but an amazing season two, and it's premiering tomorrow night. <laughs> so I'm okay with letting it letting season one go, and it's the reason why I brought back Gotham, even though uh, it, it was very debatable that we were even going to discuss this again. I, I was actually trying to get you out of not having us discuss it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw the preview. I was like, well, it looks like they might be doing this right. And then I saw I might have saw the end of the second episode today, and then the pre the preview for episode three, and I'm like, oh wow. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> now I want to watch the show. Nice. What is happening? E- even Penguin became less stoogy. And even though it's weird that they're trying to hide Falcone's death. And he died? Yeah, didn't he? No, he just went to Florida or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and random Selena in with the uh, Kingpin group. That was confusing. Uh, <laughs> eh, why not? Sure. I mean, Whatever. she has to become Catwoman eventually, so I, I understand <laughs> why. Might as well hang out with the Penguin. Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Why didn't Butch do anything in this episode? Yeah, he, just, there. he just read off like two things and then... Why are, you, why, are you, why are you here, Butch? Why are you not using him? He's so awesome. He is. He was one of the good things about season one. Oh, wait, I forgot to play a thing. Hold on. You have a thing to play? I have a thing to play. Is it from Darren? It is from Darren. Give me a break. It's been a while since I've done this show. (laughs) It's okay. I'll let it slide this once. All right, and help if I get not my schoolwork. All right, so here's Gotham. Here's uh, Daryl's reduction to there. There. Pretty much a mixed bag of the first season. Gotham returns this week, and the makers instantly work to fix everything they didn't like at the end of the last one, and all in the span of 45 minutes. Jim Gordon is put back where he belongs, annoying people are either sent away or, more surprisingly, made into actually interesting characters. And generally speaking, we're off to a really good start. Thank you for wrapping up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saying what we just said. Yes. I'm glad that Daryl agrees with us. I'm kind of glad that I did not play that first now because it would (laughs) have just, we would just kind of stared vacantly into the camera and be like, um, and to summarize. (laughs) All right. Daryl So go ahead and uh, hit us with your notes. All right. No, number two. They've, uh, they've let Riddler go full nuts. Yep. He is full cuckoo pants. Oh yeah, split personality. Or did he always have a second personality that no, talked to him in the name? And no. they, they just never showed us that. It, it's a possibility. I mean, it could have possibly possibly always been there, and um, just it was never on camera until the weird lightning storm around him after he killed somebody. And <laughs> he has turned. And I thought. I guess I don't remember the end of last season, but I thought Jim Gordon was the commissioner at the end of the last season. No, he, he was like... uh, he was being put up for... Um, oh, it was uh, like head of the president of the policeman's union or something. Yeah, he, he was remember. he was going to the debutante ball, and uh, he and the commissioner, Loeb, uh, voted for him to be top debutante or something. I may not know how debutante work, balls work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's what happened, but that's okay. <laughs> He was the prettiest police cop, and Lowe didn't <laughs> like him. 
I remember that he made some deal with him to get Bullock's like past erased, yeah. like whatever he had on Bullock, get it, getting that thrown out. But I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it was that was exactly it. He made a big deal about getting Bullock's past re- erased and getting, um, getting Loeb to vote for him for prettiest police cop. <laughs> And uh, I'm gonna have to research that. I don't think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure that is not happened. Quit ruining my fan fiction, as of you know. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, you had your you had your bullock bromance in this one. Did there's yeah. Some, some serious bromancing. Straight up bromance. <laughs> They're trading roles. Yeah. So, uh, Gor- Jim Gordon slams him back and. And uh, Bullock, Bullock is all sorts over. Of, yeah, I I like that. Um, I'm I'm wondering if there was some kind of weird production deal about that because that seemed very out of place for him. And and I say that because on other shows like Big Bang Theory and stuff like that, and even Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron did it, where they try and hide like an injury by putting putting a person behind something that. Or a pregnancy, in the case of Age of Ultron, putting them behind a bar, which is the most tropiest trope trope. You know, <laughs> Bullock, uh, Donnell Loge broke his leg or something and bar couldn't stand, Bullock. so they put him behind a bar. Um, Kaylee Cuoco did that on Big Bang Theory where she broke her leg during production and they put her behind a bar randomly. She never expressed anything. Her character was not a bartender, but all of a sudden they made her a bartender while, while the leg healed. Um, and, of course, there's uh, Scarlett Johansson gotten knocked up and during the filming of Age of Ultron and randomly became the bartender there. What is that trope? Why don't you fill us in on that one, Daryl? Yeah, right. But, Hang a lantern like on that. The convenient bartender uh, trope? I don't know. All right, keep us going. Still going. All right. So, well, I wrote this note, and then I realized my mistake. I wrote, co-ed prison with skirt uniforms, question mark? Yeah. Like, I, later, I was like, oh, it's Argum. Okay, yes. that makes <laughs> it makes it a little less weird. But At, at first, I thought Barbara's was the only skirt, and I was going to mark that up to a trope, and then they brought out the rest of them. Oh, okay. It's not just because she's the prettiest princess and gets to wear the dress. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, wait, does her prison outfit have a skirt? What, her, what kind of prison is this? Um, Oh, it's Arkham. Never yes. mind. That explains everything. Explains. Okay, skirt, sure. Why not? Uh, I, I do love that uh, we have proto, proto Harley Quinn. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not, they sure seem to be setting that up, but I just don't know. Or maybe she's like the inspiration for Harley Quinn. I don't know. That, that's the age that's is wrong. what I'm guessing. That's what it's I'm It's a little going too for. outside of canon for me. It bothers me just a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that he he's going to try and make her, make her his first Harley his first Harlequin, and that's going to fail. She's probably going to die, and um, then eventually, when he becomes older, he'll get uh, Harley Quinzel. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'd be okay with that. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm glad to see that he's back and has, like, full season credit now. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm, I, he They're was like, my, you're he the was... best thing that happened in season two, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. uh, why don't we just give you a job? Yeah, exactly. Everybody liked yes. you. Let's go with that. <laughs> we need a Joker. This is going to be Gotham. Let's do it. We're going to have Batman. Eventually. Why we'll have the Joker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Batman making bombs. Not so whiny this time around. No, though. no. They, 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 like I said, they fix things. He's not yeah. whiny. He's pretty, uh, you know. He just adopts. I like the fact the that he's no thing. longer trying to be the world's greatest detective yet. And he's like, I can do this. I read a book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm not going to figure out the code. F that. I'm going to build a bomb. <laughs> the code is. No. Right. Yeah. Like, really? You've been trying this for like a month and you couldn't figure out the code was Bruce? 
You never tried that even once? Right. Like, that would have been my first or second try. Yeah. You know, Wayne, Bruce. Bruce. Bruce uh, my birthday. Bruce's birthday would have been one to try. Uh, Martha. Anything. Yeah, anything. <laughs> I don't think you were trying very hard, Bruce. Titus the but... bat dog. <laughs> Titus. Toby McGinnis. Oh, wait. That hasn't happened yet. Uh <clears throat> And uh, speaking of, of bringing in the cartoony comicness of it and the madness of it, damn, Zaz. Yes. <laughs> like, they went his full crazy out, too. That, that one actually, I mean, that had a buildup, but that was, I think, the most abrupt change for me because he, yeah. like, in the first He was one, always crazy, but it was always kind of off screen. Like, it they were was. afraid to go full crazy with Zaz. But then, yeah. No. <laughs> All right. We have a ground. Capitated head and uh, do some ventriloquy with it because he's ass. Straight out of Repo the Genetic Opera. I'm okay with this. <laughs> wow. No one likes a thankless job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's pretty much my notes. All but, right. Uh, a solid first episode. It's uh, it's redeeming itself greatly. Yes. Please continue down this path, Gotham. You've restored my faith. Let's uh, let's keep it that way. Let's not crash it into the ground. Please. All right. <laughs> Next thing up, Heroes Reborn. Heroes Reborn, or as I like to call it, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, th- this is um this is something that um I kind of want to talk about because it was it's very cool to me, but you'd never watched it when it was a thing. Um, I watched all four seasons of it and was ready to die by the end of season four. Let's put it this way: by the end of season four, I think I liked Twin Peaks more. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was only three seasons that, that it lasted. Mm, I could be wrong. No, it was four. They, they burned that into the ground as much as possible. Um, huh. now the th- and see and this takes place after all of that but it pretty much does a lot of retconning it only takes aspects of the last two seasons and just pulls them out and kind of gingerly puts them down but for the most part it follows the first two seasons to a t uh-huh. um we're not gonna have me- we're not gonna have much notes on this one because um you know you didn't write any notes for it and i'm a horrible i didn't guy. i was trying too hard to just focus on it plus like i was just sitting on the couch and katie was going to bed and i decided to go ahead and watch it since she was going to bed and i'd have to get up off the couch and walk across the room to get my notebook and <laughs> ain't nobody gonna talk for that it just didn't happen <laughs> um the, the and main then once I'm- it started i was just too too hard trying to figure out what's happening. All right, here here's the thing: is uh, Noah Bennett, um, also known as Horn Ring Glasses Guy, he was one of the main antagonists of Heroes. His daughter Claire was the cheerleader and save the cheerleader, save the world. I put um, that much together, and she was not supposed to be able to die, but somehow she died. Um, they handpicked the characters that fans liked and also could contractually show up because I'm guessing Nathan Petrelli is not allowed to appear on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Heroes. Just call it a hunch. <laughs> Which one is he? Uh, he's the Navy captain in, um, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the uh, anti-Colson. The one whom the shape-shifting crazy lady took the form of his wife and brought in Taco. Oh, okay, gotcha. The general yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Peter Petrelli will probably show up. He was the um, he was the uh, butcher or something in last season's season finale in Gotham. The one who made Barbara kill her parents. Ah, the ogre. Um, the ogre. There we go. Um, 
Zachary Quinto was mentioned as Siler, but he's kind of busy doing pointy-eared things with some movie about journeying across the solar something. Now, was it just me, or did they try to make Zachary Levi look like him? <laughs> they did, um, and I think that was kind of what they were trying to go for, because that character that Zachary Levi was playing, similar in tone to uh, Siler, except human, as opposed to a Evo, or an evolved human, um, because we can't call them mutants, because that would be rude. Um, and also and probably not, copyrighted by uh, Marvel uh, or something. Yeah, and also <laughs> not technically true. These guys don't have an X gene, they just gain powers. Um, yeah, basically, it just all of a sudden people started having powers. I think somewhere in the third season they tried explaining how it happened, and no. <laughs> <laughs> That's when everything went wrong. The, the, the writer's strike really hurt um, Heroes. It, it got probably hurt worse than any other show but nbc's like hey everybody loves zachary levi we can't get zachary quinto because he's popular now um, <laughs> though he has said Aww. he said in interviews he wants to come back he wants to do this again he wants to finish up the storyline but um i don't think they're gonna do that i think they're just gonna let that sleeping dog lie maybe if it gets picked up for season two but it would it would genuinely surprise me if he's um gonna be in there uh katana girl's father is uh hiro nakamura from the from heroes um his katana somehow gives her the ability to teleport into video games which is still confusing um, yes terribly <laughs> rendered video games <laughs> horrible <laughs> <laughs> but hey okay sure whatever yeah, um, it, it was very, very confusing, and I don't know what the payoff is going to be on that one, but that one I actually liked the least. That one just screamed, hey, we want to put video games into this because video games are cool, and we want to have a Japanese girl run around in tight leather pants. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> This this show did kind of reek of what tested the best on old heroes and make that a thing. And... <laughs> Um, and Japanese people, the two, the two Japanese people from Heroes were rated really high, and everybody likes tight leather pants on Japanese girls, so let's do that. Um, <laughs> yes. You... Speaking Japanese, and yeah. then here's the Luchador Man. Which is a completely new storyline so far. Okay, that is new. I didn't yeah, know that, if the... That one had no fish hooks. Whatever. The, I can't remember his name. No, at least not that I could tell. I don't remember much of season three and four, so it might have been in there somewhere, but yeah, it did. <laughs> it it did not stick with me. <laughs> um, I understand. Oh, wait, I have another thing. Let's see if here if, uh, see if Daryl will agree with me again, because one of these days... Aptly named after the show died a crippling and humiliating death after just four seasons, Tim Kring you. returns to a once fruitful well. And I haven't seen this one yet, but so far it looks pretty unspectacular. HRG returns as the most interesting character the producers could afford, people with superpowers <laughs> are considered terrorists, and something tells me that two teams of heroes will emerge with conflicting theories on how to integrate with or rule human society. CJ and Jared, what did you think about X-Men Rehashed? <laughs> um, well i never saw the original so i can't say much about the rehashing of it but it was definitely entertaining i was i had a hard time figuring out what what i'm supposed to know and not know because like it felt the whole time like i feel like maybe i should know something about this like people who watch this show would understand what this is sig the significance of this event or this scene or this person 
Like I, I had that feeling a lot, but you know, I never saw the original series, so some of it I'm coming was, in blind. I mean, some, and that's actually kind of what I wanted to do this on. I mean, it's a big deal for people who watched it before, but to somebody new, I wanted to have new, um, new view on it. All right, that is not the girl who thought it was Zachary Levi's wife. I thought there was a girl from Once Upon a Time. However, uh, Robbie K from Once Upon a Time shows up. He's Peter Pan in Once Upon a Time. His is also a new character. Um, his weird teleporting powers. Uh, Right on. Um, so I mean that was that was okay. And uh, speaking of weird teenage eye candy, his girlfriend too supposed to have powers eventually too. Or <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I don't know. Spoiler. I, I no, wait. Oh no, yeah. wait, this is the solution. Never mind. Um, she's she's Rivers. she looked familiar to me. Um, like a Disney Channel person, but apparently. I don't think anyone looked familiar to me, other than Zachary Levi, which I, I definitely recognize. But yeah, well, and the <laughs> and the teleporting kid looked. Uh, well, I guess he doesn't teleport, but he can teleport things yes. and people. Um, yeah, you, if you watched any kind of like, and they did a lot of um, previews across the the interwebs about Once Upon a Time with Peter Pan in it, and so you probably saw his face around as said Peter Pan. Uh. Um, even without watching it, those those were everywhere. They were on Hulu. They were everywhere. Oh, so. Every Once Upon a Time special event is everywhere. Yes. Peter Pan, um, uh, Cruella DeVille, and Frozen. Ursula, and whatever the third evil person they had was. I can't remember. Uh, Frozen. The Frozen thing was. Was it Maleficent? Yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure if I was getting that confused with the movie. No, but it was coincidentally around that time. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works out, Disney and your corporate synergy. Um, I mean, <laughs> well, all Frozen's the... being released on DVD. Uh, the pretty much. Version. Let's have a uh, Frozen episode. Pretty much. Half a season of that crap. And it was it was pretty bad. Um, but as per this, um, I mean, all in all, I mean, this was obviously a pilot. Um, so lots of setup. Um, not a lot of follow through and not a lot of questions answered. Just a lot of questions like a season, pre- like a series premiere should do. Okay. Um, I don't feel so bad then about yeah, not always going. Yeah. Even, even I the, was the girl like warping around the Aurora Borealis stuff. Is she someone from the original nope. or she did? She's new. okay. She looked familiar. I thought she was, uh, there was a, there was a girl who had several personalities locked up inside her head and, uh, each of them had different powers and I thought that was her, but it was not. So we're going to go ahead and move on into the meat of our discussion for this week, which is Senor Roboto, um, or the guy that you should say Domo Arigato to. <laughs> Oh, there we go, Mr. And uh, I'm going to play a thing before we start talking about it. Um, I'm going to play the goofy one first, a real second. Genius hacker Johnny Lee Miller discovers a plot to bring down an evil corporation. After his skills are noticed by a criminal hacking group led by Robert Redford, he joins forces with Dan Aykroyd, River Phoenix, and Angelina Jolie, and a hilariously cast Wolverine to put down Puppet Master D. But who can he trust when he can't even trust his own sense of reality? This just in, Daryl did not watch Mr. Robot. Not all of it. He's, he's working on it. Witness I talked to him right before the show. the eyes of Elliot, a young computer programmer with more social anxieties than your average IRC chat room. As he finds... Or you, Daryl. ...himself recruited by a mysterious <laughs> oh. anarchist played by the always awesome Christian Slater. Seriously, that guy is great. Why isn't he in more things? It's been ten years since learning the dark, guys. We can forgive him now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was on some things here and there. Yeah, he did a uh, and he, like all of the pilots and whatever shows that he was on died horrible deaths. Yeah, he he did a uh, he did a really cool show on Fox that was produced by Adam Sandler's company. Um, 
I don't remember what the name of it was. It lasted a half a season. And I really, really liked it. <laughs> it was actually really good. Um, but yeah, he, he seems to be a death knell for a lot of shows. And also, he looks exactly what I think uh, Brian Brushwood is going to look like 20 years ago. <laughs> That's right. Everyone wanted him to go to Dragon Con as Mr. Robot. Mind games. There we go. Mind games. Yeah, that, that lasted half a season on Fox. It was actually really good. Yeah, that's uh, what I I, kept, I read. You know, like this is the the show he finally like he was in these good shows, but nobody watched them. Yeah. <laughs> but USA is like, man, we need some Emmys. We haven't won any Emmys in a while. Let's go. Uh, let's go hardcore. USA has some pretty solid shows on it. I mean, White Collar is amazing. Burn Notice is still one of my favorite shows I've ever watched. Psych is fun. Lots Psych of is fun. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's over now. I started Burn Notice, but I haven't finished that one yet. It, it, it's it's a slow burn notice. Oh, I love it. Um, I've, I've loved every episode because I mean, it's it's got Bruce Campbell on it, and you just season one's a rough, it's hard to go wrong. Season one is a rough uh, rough ride, but definitely like instantly season two, just boom, takes off and just never turns back. But anyway, Mister Robot, yes, indeed. that show. Wow, that show. Oh, man, the show, this show. Uh, first of all, let's go ahead and address the uh, elephant in the room. Um, the hacking in here is spot on, and I like the fact that hacking is hard in this. It's not actually made to be just a magic button that somebody can press, and all of a sudden they're in. Even Elliot, who is um, ungodly powerful as in his hack foo, has issues <laughs> like hacking into a power plant or into a prison um, yes. during during the during the series. So it's not it's not a magic button. It is not like what it is in Watch Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the biggest thing that I was afraid of when I was watching this. I'm like, am I going to get Watch Dogs the series? And oh, no, I told you. And But, I mean, that that's when it was presented before you told me, before anybody uh, else told me how great it was. I looked at it and I said, shit, this is Watch Dogs the series. I'm not watching this crap. And then you and Merritt and Brushwood and everybody's like, oh, my God, Mr. Robot, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, fine. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did. <laughs> Oh man, it was so good. Cause I, I mean, I'd heard uh, Schwid and Merritt talking about it, and I was on, uh, I was on business in Kansas City alone, and my room looking for something to watch, and I was like, oh, Mister uh, Robot premieres on demand, and I, it hooked me instantly. Yeah, instantly. oh yeah, I, I watched like, season that one. pilot episode was yeah. just incredible. Like it's oh, one of yeah. the best pilots I've ever yes. seen. Yes, yeah, like they they hit they hit everything that a pi- proper pilot should. I mean, um, it was paced really good. It introduced things well without like getting too bogged down it was and you can easily get bogged down in this and you do and then you do tend to get they did a weird thing where they i think they purposely bogged down later in the season to just weigh the amount of stuff that elliot is going on and by the way there's no set order on this we're just going to kind of cover the entire season and not um we'll try to do it in order but no promises yeah no (laughs) um and yeah, and yes, this is Fight Club with hacking. So let's let's just get that out of the way. It was pretty well Fight established. Club yeah, it was pretty well established in the in the uh, pilot that it was mostly like this. But they did not get in depth with it until about season or episode six, four to six. Yeah, I mean, they gave you an unreliable narrator, but they didn't really tell you that. But as as things go along, they kind of let you figure that out yourself. Yeah, they never I mean, really put it in your face. The biggest thing that they address, exactly. To. <laughs> the, the biggest thing that they address immediately is uh, going from E Corp to Evil Corp, yes. um, and never going back. 
ever. Unless Elliot's, they're talking about it, and Elliot is not in the room anywhere. No, even then, it's still Evil Corp. I think it was E Corp one other time during the season, and that was after he started not being as crazy. Oh, maybe. I'd have to, I don't know. Part of me wants to watch through this again just to pick up all the stuff because there's so much. Oh, I'm going to have to before season two, man. Or, or, yeah, there's, there's so much stuff. There's no way I'm not going to be able to before season two. But yeah, and then in episode two, I was immediately a little disappointed. Like, it wasn't a bad episode. It was just the pilot was so good. And then the episode two. What? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what is popping up on your screen? <laughs> you distracting man. So too, I mean, it was good. It was just kind of like, eh, oh, I mean, it was just not as it didn't have the same punch as the the pilot did. Yeah, but I mean, I stuck around. And then episode three was just, I mean, you know, they focused on Tyrell and his crazy craziness, his crazy life. Yeah, his, his own <laughs> brand of crazy. <laughs> what he will do anything to get to the top. <coughs> and you get yeah. introduced to his wife, which seems normal at first, but still she just is truly she's truly the evil mastermind behind everything <laughs> yes absolutely she is yeah she is definitely she is evil dude oh yeah what it, it, it's <clears throat> man it, it's it is hard to properly pace um, <laughs> properly place the pace this and, and you kind of you don't really get into fully in depth the psychoses of this um so you just kind of get dabs here and there um and even in episode four when he pushes him off the pier that was episode two. Episode two? Really? Yep. That was the end of episode two. Weird. Oh, there was. A, I think there was a time where I watched like episode two, three, and four together. So I think that it all blended. Yeah, in. Yeah, that can definitely. Because <laughs> you know they definitely revisit that particular scene. Yes. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. it's a very pivotal point in episode nine. <laughs> yes. Which? Uh, well, I'll oh. stay in order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get to to Tyrell and his crazy, crazy wife. Not much on E Corp. And then uh, kind of pull the focus back and get to look at the other hackers inside of F Society, which is the hacker group that's trying to take down E Corp. Yes. Like I'm trying to take down Green uh, Black Widow talking about a party <laughs> on <laughs> forehead. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> I don't know why that's Green. <laughs> I don't either. But episode four. How about that episode? Because in episode three... Uh, we meet the crazy drug dealer who gives Elliot his morphine and his uh, morphine re- rehabilitation drugs so that he can like keep things in balance and not get addicted, and et cetera, et cetera. Totally gets addicted. But he gets addicted. And then uh, <laughs> and then basically bad things happen to Shayla, his friend slash sex buddy who he does drugs with sometimes as of episode yeah. three. And then, uh, yeah, so his morphine supply goes away because he, you know, hacks him and turns in all of his drug dealings and murders and whatnot into the police. Yeah, and, uh, and he definitely gets arrested. And, and he uh, definitely gets arrested. Th- this show actually had me questioning if that was real or so. That that tells you something. <laughs> now, I, I am not a fan of the, of the unreliable narrator. I am not a <clears throat> fan of that at all. This show, though, did it well enough for me not to hate it. Yeah, and they shift perspective to different characters a lot, too. And that helps. Like, it, early on, they focus a lot on Elliot, but, like, he almost becomes, like, a secondary character, or, like, one in a list of primary characters. As yeah, it becomes more of on. an ensemble towards episode five, six, when yeah. Shayla and blonde girl... Angela. Angela, um, with big forehead and big other parts, becomes major... <laughs> um, major players into the into the system. All a part of the system. But 
and and again they just they completely continue to skirt the the issue of who is Mr. Robot why why is F society a thing why you know it it does this interesting thing where it tricks you into completely believing that Mr. Robot is indeed real um I was never convinced. <laughs> oh, there were times where Shayla was interacting with him, and yeah. people around were interacting with him, which is addressed later in season in episode ten. Um, so technically, they were speaking with Mister Robot, just not the robot that no. <laughs> spoiler alerts. No, this is the spoiler show. We're just yes. rolling through it. Sorry, yeah. Daryl. I'm. I, we're not. Hope you didn't hear that. You were right. Mister Robot's not real, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> Neither is Santa spoiler Claus or the Tooth Fairy. Um, <laughs> uh, and then. What I loved about this show is how it kind of, like, would switch things on you. Like, mm-hmm. tropes that you expect to happen. Like, Shayla just seemed to be kind of like a character just there for no real reason. Like, he's just his friend, neighbor. He's It's where he gets his drug from. And she was the pawn in this whole uh, bad thing happening with the drug dealer so that he could then get the drug dealer arrested, which got rid of his drugs so that he could, you know, go through his withdrawals and have the whole episode for wacky dream sequence and it just seemed like a plot device you know but no they weren't just no. plot devices <laughs> next episode in Nelly, it's like oh i'm happy now and uh, let's have a girlfriend and and they give shayla like this really poignant scene where you know all she's doing is showing him like her artwork or something but for some reason it just the way it played out and the way it hit on just the right notes and you can see elliot like for real connecting with a person rather than just hacking them and learning of their life that way. And I don't know, it just like all of a sudden this character has depth and you're like, oh, wait, I care about Shayla now. Yay, look at that. They made me care about Shayla. Good job, writers. And then <laughs> not only about Shayla, but then, oh, hey, we're going to bring back that drug dealer guy. P.S. He's insane. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> terrifying. He was just a small thing before. Oh no, we're gonna give him a whole episode, and don't you worry, he is bonkers. Oh, dude, yeah, you. I mean, like, basically, he does things that the freaking kingpin on Daredevil was doing <laughs> on <Yes>. Netflix. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, Tuco, Breaking Bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this guy is straight up there with. He's crazy, Tuco, but he's a little more existential and talking about the universe all the time for some reason, and and then somehow able to make a hug sound threatening <laughs> i get out bro i'm gonna hug you bro when i when i get out of here i'm gonna hug you bro <laughs> <laughs> and man and then we have episode six which was my favorite of the uh the season and it just man like i've never been so tense from the beginning to the end of a single episode of a yes. television show ever oh my god like, it ended with the fifth one with sheila getting kidnapped by them and then it's just insane and yes. then they do the cool hacker thing where they do real hacking on the prison system and then they like throwing uh you know just dropping armloads of usb infected usbs in the parking lot of the, <laughs> the prison hoping that someone will grab one and stick it in a computer which they do because i mean and that's legit because and I that's, mean, that's the legit way that people nobody them, nobody in there is going to know like oh i'm not supposed to plug this into my computer one person is going to grab one and plug it into his computer the prison system because that's what people who don't know computers do <laughs> <laughs> yes 
and then viruses. Yes, all of the viruses. <laughs> and, now, and now your system is compromised. Congratulations. Yeah, we spent, uh, I mean, uh, th- th- that whole thing re- gave me PTSD from uh, the three days <laughs> that we were locked down from uh, ransomware at my job <laughs> because oh, somebody did a very similar thing. <laughs> I don't know. I found this USB laying outside, and I stuck it in my computer. I shouldn't no, have done that. This one was. No. I didn't know this. I didn't know this email person, but they said a thing that could possibly, maybe, be related to something that I possibly could be working yeah, on. We had something else. Somebody got an email for somebody for somebody that didn't work there and anymore from some fake UPS thing saying it was an invoice. So they opened it. And, um, yeah. um, um. Ransomware infected the entire public drive. <laughs> encrypted, yep. encrypted all of the things. <laughs> yep. Hope you didn't have anything important on the public drive because we don't back that up because it's the public drive. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. It, so that that whole episode was just like, but and then the end. Oh my god. I, I didn't end. see it coming. I didn't see it coming. Holy yeah, shit. Was, like shoot that dude. I was like, what? No, don't shoot. Oh my gosh, he just shot his old brother. Holy crap, dude. It's like she was with you the whole time, bro. Like, yeah. No. And, and no. I'm like, no, no, like, no, oh, no, no, in, no. And I was like, oh, she's in the trunk. Wait, why haven't she making any noise? Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh. Yep. <laughs> oh, just oh, like oh my god, that whole thing was like it it's screamed so Breaking heavy. Bad, and it was yes. in a great way. Just the tension of that whole episode, and it was just so perfectly paced and shot and written and acted, and just this whole show. Yes, I love the stuff they do with cameras in this show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, like I, you know, whenever they want something to feel a little disorienting, they'll just like stick a camera over here, and then the character speaking is going to be half in frame on the other side yep. of the room for some reason, or they'll put it like on the floor, angled up, so you're like uh, looking at their chin <laughs> for some reason, and that, it's all just very disorienting. And, it, that's the entire thing and that that's actually it's, it's a off it's a off-center uh point of view which no matter where you put that off-center at it's going to it's going to mess with you so yeah. or, or or have uh you know here's the camera pointing directly at the character but the character is standing behind a column obscured <laughs> so yes. you can't see him you can just hear him and kind of see his his arms and the side oh. of his head or whatever uh, off-center being weird. anywhere not not directly yeah. in front of the camera and just did it to great effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, it, like, it, like you know, when things just weren't quite right. These guys. Just... These guys took very much so a um, Gilligan uh, camera work, which also lends itself to uh, Hitchcock Hitchcockian camera yeah, work, yeah. where you know you 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 give your first. You give your first view on the scene, and that's how you're supposed to. Say, that that's the feeling that you're trying to give. You don't just put a um, a establishing shot in there and then try and do a disorienting scene. You put the establishing shot of a scene. And then you let people walk into it. <laughs> yes, yeah, slightly off off kilter. Like you prepare, you prop the camera up just just a little bit, and then you have people walk in off it, and then still stay off panel just enough to make you not be able to focus on one given thing and they did it to incredible effect yes <laughs> i loved it so much oh, just, uh, yeah I, I i still like i had dreams about that car about the trunk like that was that was <laughs> the tr- the freaking trunk oh man oh uh, and then while just... we were all arguing on the internet about whether or not mr robot is real we start up episode eight, which I can't remember what happened in episode seven. I think it was just mostly dealing with yeah. him getting over 
his girlfriend dying and it indirectly being his fault. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically was comatose for a month and we spent some time with some other characters. Yeah. And, uh, and then episode eight starts up and you know, you're, you're worried about Mr. Robot. Is he real? Is he not real? And episode eight starts up and then Angela and Darla are talking about Elliot. They both know him and yeah. love and care for him. And uh, how do they know each other? They both know Elliot. I thought they were, huh, that's weird. And then the episode goes off and, and we meet white Rose, which is another fun scene. Yes. And she was like, man, he looks so familiar to me. <laughs> I'm yeah. the Jurassic Park dude. <laughs> uh, oh, shit, that's who that was. <laughs> yes, Harold, Harold Long or whatever his name is. I can't remember. Katie always says it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she recognized yeah. him immediately. It astounds me that people are able to do that. Um, but, yeah, and then towards the end of the, se- in the end of the episode, you get the big reveal of, uh, <laughs> who am I? I was like, oh, my gosh, he's his sister. You're my sister. Like, oh crap! Oh, <laughs> you bugs tricked me. I was uh, too busy focusing on this other twist, and you snuck this other little twist in there and screwed with me. Yeah, and that's that's the K. Whoa. That's the KO. Oh, that's just, that's setting up the combo for the KO, man. Just that little like <laughs> boom, boom. Pal. You never actually. It's like nothing is really addressed in the entire episode of this, and then all of a sudden, last scene, boom. Wait, what? What? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> The sister. Then he runs home. It's like, did I erase myself? Oh, here's a disc, and oh, here's the pictures, and there's my dad, and it's Mr. Robot, which I had kind of called that already, but the sister part, not at all. No. <laughs> and then, of course, you see that he's his father, and all of a sudden, shit breaks loose. Like, everything, just all hell is unleashed <laughs> in season <laughs> in episode <laughs> nine. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, just, just everything just escalating. Tyrell killing that lady, whom I forget her name, on the rooftop yeah. after making out with her, which is weird. Um, <laughs> Kill that lady. And then the cops are trying to pin him on him, but they don't really have any evidence. They show up at his house and things are weird, but oh, his wife's going to break her own water so that they don't have to talk to the cops because she's crazy. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> One of the most interesting theories that I had ever that I heard about this before episode ten was uh, Elliot was Tyrell. Yeah, and they brought that up again on I think uh, spoilering time on on uh, for cord killers, cord killers, like yeah, at the, the end of episode. The people 10, who kept us from being on Alpha Creek this week, thank you very much. Love you, love you guys. <laughs> Um, anyway. but yeah, I, I, I didn't think of that until like they described it on a spoiler time. Like, Oh, yeah. actually I could, like he could... wakes up and Tyrell's gone. I can't yeah. find him. He goes up at his house and his wife clearly recognizes Elliot and is like kind of messing with him. Yeah. But she what knows you, mean you haven't you seen know that she knows something. <laughs> Like, is that Tyrell? Is yeah. He? No. They, they kind of they kind of like dangle that in front of you a little bit in episode ten, but yeah, it's not um or episode nine rather. Um but yeah, they, they kinda quickly get rid of that. Um but yeah, just oh man. Um you deal with was the graveyard in episode nine? Yes. Yeah. Dealing with uh him coming to grips of hey, it's his father. Oh shit, his father's been dead for twenty years. How is he here? Oh, I faked my own death. Elliot, you should totally come to a graveyard. Oh, <laughs> first we're gonna go to our, your childhood home. Yep, and and break out a window, and then go to a graveyard. Yep, and then your sister and your weirdly childhood friend, girlfriend, almost kind of weirdness. Um, <laughs> girl, that, girl, what looks kind of like Amanda Seyfried. Um, <laughs> oh, she does. Holy she, crap! Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> blonde hair and the weird eyes yeah oh yeah and, and like the the larger than like the not out, out, outwardly huge forehead but the larger forehead just I'm like huh, yeah she kind of looks like amanda seafried from mean girls <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of cute, kind of not. Just cute yeah. side. It's that weird. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's cute. I don't know. Something off-putting about you. Also, the fact, I mean, Darla, did you watch Suburgatory at all? No. Yeah, she was in Suburgatory as the as the queen bitch, and like it was just so weird not seeing her play that part. <laughs> And, um, but also keep the same voice. Like she never tried to get a different inflection. She still had that same vocal fray weirdness from Suburgatory. And like, it was just messing with my head, man. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, you eventually come to the point of at the end, at the end of episode nine. Yeah. Elliot is completely fractured. Like there's no, there's no question at this point. And we were right all along. Mr. Robot is not real. He is Mr. Robot. Yes. He even says so. I'm Mr. Robot. You knew it the whole time, didn't you? Like, ah, oh, you just broke the fourth wall, and yeah, okay. Yes, writers, we knew the whole time. Yes. And, we then, dumb. and, and you then, knew we weren't dumb. But yeah, you tricked exactly. us with that Darla thing. Tricked us with that Darla thing. <laughs> Tricks, tricksy writers. And then episode 10. In episode 10, which you're the like, okay, virus. So this one's going to be about, this one's going to be about the virus being unleashed, and it's all going <laughs> to Knock the microphone off the table. So excited. It's all gonna it's all gonna work out or it's gonna fail. And no. We're yeah. gonna start it three days after the successful yeah. implementation like, of the yeah, virus. The, yeah, the virus is done. I mean, it's gone. It's in there. It's there's no going back. Um yeah. Hey, was there supposed to be some kind of big season finale thing? And oh, okay. Nope. Well, that's fine. You're it's okay. And you, I was you play bit, with my expectations. That's fine. Uh, and they pushed this back a week because of the uh reporter shootings in Virginia. It's t- t- touting a similarity in the events that occurred. And I'm like, what the f- what are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? What is happening here? And no. Yeah, they they really did have a similarity. Dude gets in front of a camera, blows his brains out. Like I'm like, oh, that that yeah. I, I could see where that would touch a few uh sore spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I was a little bummed I had to wait another week to see the finale. But yeah, I could see I why. understand. I understand. It's fair. I was just like, oh man. Why do people have to be such terrible people? Yes. Um, people. But, and then, what a bunch of bust. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and then you Thank get you. into, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I, I got you, bro. I won't leave you hanging. <laughs> And then you get into the after effects of the virus. Um, Elliot in this episode just like kind of, this is really the episode where I'm set up the point where, yes, we're explaining Elliot's psychoses and the the coffee shop scene, which is awesome. Yes. That was an awesome scene. <laughs> that that was <laughs> How do I get him to show up? How do I get him to show up? I mean, I'm going to call and confess. <laughs> okay, I'm here. <laughs> Let's talk. That was and then the way he's like shifting back and forth. Ah, oh, it was excellent. And explaining just how deep it goes, and but I mean, all things considered, like his his story was done. Elliot's story was done. It was wrapping up on episode ten. This was the yeah. story of how Amanda Seyfried is going to become <laughs> the integral part of Evil Corp next season, and yes. how her dementia and how her psychoses are going to play into season two. I honestly think this is going to shift from Elliot's story to probably hers. I can believe that. And then I can see them, you know, being on opposite sides of the oncoming war. Yeah, because, well, clearly they are, because she's adopting the uh, the persona that she has been given of, yeah. you know. I, the shoe, I, room, the yeah, shoe the store sh- scene was another masterful just. Yes, man. but it kind of dives into her her psyche of, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to make excuses, make excuses, make excuses. No, I actually want this. 
that's what I want. <laughs> but at the same time, why am I here? <laughs> you know who I am. I know you know who I am. Exactly. Why would you keep me around? Well, don't you worry. Don't you worry your pretty little head. Yeah, it's kind it, of like Thea at the end of season two of Arrow. <laughs> yes, actually, you're not wrong. Speaking of which, all right, let's go ahead and uh, give us any kind of final so, uh, thoughts on Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot, Robot. Crap. if for some reason you haven't watched it and you've listened to all of the spoilers of this show, go watch it. It yeah. doesn't matter if you know the spoilers or not. It is just an incredible show. Exactly. Like, it is just exquisitely done. The acting, the writing, the cinematography, the music. Yes. They well don't picked. have much music, but they, when they do, it's just do. It's always just perfect for that moment. And I mean, when Amy's you... roll around next year, it's yeah. going to win some awards. Unless I... something just incredible comes up in between now and then. And this is, I mean, this is man. probably my favorite show of 2015, easily. Um, it's mine, yeah. And if it's you mine. if you have that itch for something like Breaking Bad, if you want something in that same vein, this fills that itch. I mean, it definitely, I mean, it is, it is just as brutal as... Um, as Breaking Bad, sometimes more so. One thing I yeah, love sometimes that more so. some, sometimes it goes to darker places. Yes, one thing I love that they did on this was uh, they filmed it like like you would an HBO show with swearing of all kinds, and the only <laughs> word they bleep out is the f word, and that's purposely done. USA came out and said, you know, we did this on purpose. It's filmed with every word said, but you're never going to hear that. Um, but even, we're USA. <laughs> but even on the DVD release, they said, yeah, you're still going to get that. But I mean, okay, you can't say that because they dropped several end bombs in that show. The uh, dude in I can't not see him in his underwear. Um, <laughs> um, oh, 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, he he dropped several end bombs, and yeah. <laughs> crap, what's his name? Right? Ah, oh, dang it, drug dealer, dude. The drug dealer, not Tuco. <laughs> Not Tuco. Scarier Tuco. Yeah, scarier Tuco somehow. It's like if Tuco was smart. <laughs> You're right. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and roll right into the next one, uh, next part of this. Uh, let's hang a lantern on it. Time for another hang a lantern on it because I haven't thought of a better name. And this week is the turn of The Man in the Mirror Talks Back. We saw in Gotham this week as the Riddler revealed his fractured personality by talking to himself in, you guessed it, a mirror. It's a well-used variant of the mirror monologue that not just lets us know what's going on inside a character's mind, but also gives insight into their descent into madness. It's also a pretty cheap but effective way to creep out the audience if you're telling a more supernatural story. Other noticeable instances have to include Supernaturals, Season 1 episode Bloody Mary, and the Norman Osborn Green Goblin struggle in Spider-Man, and of course the remarkably mirror-free arguments between Gollum and Smeagol in Lord of the Rings. It also happened pretty notably in Evil Dead 2, with a nice twist that the reflection reached out and grabbed our hero. Exactly. Um, and his name is Vera. Vera oh, is okay. the crazy, the crazy uh, drug dealer man. Tuco 2.0. You go to <laughs> perfect. All right, and um, that that uh, Daryl obviously does a bunch of work for us, but you can send in your own segment as well to the show uh, by emailing us an MP3 attachment. It has to be MP3. Um, if you send me a WAV file, I'll convert it, but it will be played as MP3, so it will be lost. Um, L O S S E D, not L O S T. Um, so don't send me a WAV file and be like, oh, it has to be perfect quality. No, it's going to get jumped down to MP3. Um, you can email that to geekio show at gmail. Com, or you can call us and we'll just play it directly from the voicemail, 727-489-4335.
Them geeks. Them geeks. Them. Um, so we're going to quickly, quickly, quickly touch on Jazz's uh, binging of Arrow for our challenge show segment. Yes. So I basically watched all of season two of Arrow <laughs> while, while we were on hiatus. All right. So I watched season one, and I can't remember if I finished it before we wrapped up or not. Do you? I know it was close at least. Uh, but... I think you were close. I don't think you finished right. it. So season one of Arrow... I despise. I hated it so much. I warned you. I warned you. Awful. Like I kept waiting for it to redeem. And there were there were moments when it was okay, but it's just oh so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the main thing that was holding season one it. together was hated it. Hated Oliver it. and even that mm. was limited. Mm. No. Not the only thing good about season one is Felicity. And that's it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it. I'm sorry. If you're if there's a fan of season one of Arrow out there, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, it's the worst. It is the absolute worst. And then season two came around, and everyone promised me that it would get better. And it, it got better. It did get better. Laurel was still just terrible. But, you know, things got a little better. People got some acting lessons. Writers still... They they wanted to hold on to that soap operiness of it, but they let it go a little bit, and they kind of let those threads die and didn't bring up new ones. But there were still some there, and ultimately, in the end of season two, it was it was better. <laughs> yeah, I still can't say that I really like Arrow. I'm giving it a shot. I'm gonna I like it enough to move on to season three, but season two still didn't sell me on Arrow. It was much better much better <laughs> I mean they had they gave Felicity more screen time which is good because she's pretty much the only likable character uh, they, they brought in Flash for a couple of episodes which were the two best episodes in my opinion of the yes. whole season oh yeah not the a lot of people two, will complain about that. The two tie-in episodes with Flash were the best episodes of the entire season two. Yeah, no, not a lot which of people Which gives argue. me great hope and excitement for Flash, the series, which I, I do plan to watch. And I'm actually looking forward to that one because everyone, everyone loves the Flash. <laughs> like, I have not heard anyone say anything bad about season one of Flash. So I'm really looking forward to that because... Anything's got to be better than Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and season three of Arrow Sorry. does get a lot uh, does get a lot better as well. So um, yeah. I, I hear obvious... mixed things on season three. Some people love it. Some people are like, what I are actually you really like. I don't know it. what's happening, uh, with Why the exception of this? one part. Um, but uh, don't, don't yeah. spoil. It. I'm gonna watch it. I will watch it. I'm just not going to promise that I'll like it as much as you. <laughs> well, I'm not, Flash, mm-hmm. Flash came around and like infinitely changed what really the, the, the DC shows can be like and should be like. And Arrow takes a lot of uh, calls from what the Flash did in season one. Um, so it, it's it, it. Greg Berlanti's production company realized, oh, OK, yeah, this what was working in season one and two wasn't really working. So we're going to change. <laughs> that <laughs> let's tweak this a bit so uh, I'm, I'm looking i'm actually looking a little forward to era season three i'm not looking at it with dread like i did with season two <laughs> also didn't like sarah that much not sarah yeah sarah she's all right i like sarah. Uh, she, she was a, she was a good part she of didn't really do anything for me slade was fun he was yeah. a bit ridiculous but you know it's a comic book show this deathstroke have... he's he's kind of yeah yeah you're <laughs> supposed to have ridiculous villains it's kind of what it is that's what we wanted from gotham now we're giving it to us just a little over the top a little crazy his motivations were sometimes a little hard to swallow <laughs> but... yeah well you're gonna get weird uh weird motivations with Ra's al ghul i'm not gonna tell i'm not gonna lie to you Ra's is 
a bit hard yeah. to understand sometimes. Like, oh, you let <laughs> you chose her over her, and so I'm gonna hold this grudge for a million years and hate you forever. But it's really just because of the Mirakuru, and man, couldn't they have named that something else? Right. <laughs> by the tenth time they said Mirakuru, it just sounded stupid. And then by the end of the season, they had said it like fifty thousand times, and I'm just like, can you really Mirakuru? 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 Yes. <laughs> Like my three-year-old trying to say miracle or something, but yeah. all right. So season season two of Pharaoh was it was all right. Good. It had some good moments. I enjoyed the Flash episodes. The Suicide Squad thing was fun, yes. and I appreciated the little Harley Quinn reference, even though she wasn't actually there. Uh, that was fun, and and overall it was bad. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I just didn't love it. It was just it's pretty good, <laughs> and, and it's it's kind of I mean it, I just want I just want some flash. Just give me some flash. Yeah, you, you yeah. Just to to rinse this taste of arrow out of my mouth. Just give me give me some of that. Yeah, thankfully, like the um, the flash kind of stands on its own, so you don't need to watch them together. You'd be kind of confused with the um, the crossover episodes, but spoiler yeah. I mean, alert, I'm gonna try episodes. and watch them in order if I can. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, one thing I will praise it for is its production quality is it's pretty top notch. Yeah, I mean the special effects and and the sets and the costumes and everything they do a good job with that, and yeah. it looks expensive. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Really Greg Berlanti has all of the money. That's um, <laughs> good because right. he'll need it. So let's go ahead and uh, get on out of here. Uh, you can contact us geekioshow at gmail.com uh, just put S4 in the subject line Twitter is geekioshow call us play voicemails 727-489-4335 that is 727-489-geek our website which has everything on it geek-io.net slash spoilers show and of course you can support us over at geek uh, patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geekio geekio give us the titles that we're looking at this week Show titles for this week. Barman Bullock, Bullock Bromance, The Convenient Bartender, Go-Go Katana Tight Pants, Magical Hack Foo, Big Forehead and Other Parts, Make a Hug Sound Threatening, <laughs> Comatose for a Month, The Trunk, and Tuco 2.0. All right, folks. I'm going to have a hard time picking. Yeah. I mean, I see your vote, CJ. My vote. That one is a good one, but I don't know. I have to think about it. All right, folks. On that note, we will see you back next Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern, hopefully over on Alpha Geek Radio as well. On that note, folks, see you next week. Bye. Send in a salad challenge show for CJ because I don't know of one. Yeah, I don't know one either, so yeah, just go ahead and send that in. <laughs> Maybe I'll come up with one sometime. But Fair enough. As of now, I don't, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. This has been a Geek.io production. Copyright 2015. Geek.io. Geek and Geek.